Welcome to Miss V, the Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts of what happened. I also ask you probing questions to make you think about how you would have handled the situation. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started today with a new story. If you like the story, I just ask you to subscribe, share, and follow me. Hey, it's me, Miss V, the storyteller. The story I have for you today is called, I'm Not With Her. Have you been hanging out with someone of the opposite sex and he or she was afraid people would think that the two of you were together? This has happened to me and it did not feel good at all. Let me tell you what happened. A so-called friend of mine, him and I used to work in the same ministry in our church. He came up with this great idea for a group of us to go to a college basketball game for some fellowship and fun. Anyone who wanted to go would just let us know and he would purchase the tickets. Um, We would all meet together at the gym. He would give out the tickets and we would all sit together for a great night of fun. Well, things didn't happen the way we thought. Some of the people responded saying they would purchase their own tickets and would meet us there. Others were undecided if they were coming or not. If they did decide to come, they would just purchase the tickets at the door. So he ended up purchasing tickets for two, him and I. He asked me if I wanted to ride together. He would pick me up. I said, sure. It was my first time at a college basketball game, so I felt better riding with someone. He picked me up, commented me on how nice I looked, and I got in the car and off we went to the game. When we arrived at the game, he gave me my tickets and we we entered the gym. We found a group of seats sitting together just in case anyone showed up. We sat down and waited for the game to start. He did not talk to me that much at all, but he kept watching people walk by. At first, I thought he was looking for anyone from our group, but then I remember we gave everyone our cell phone numbers and we told them to call us when they arrived and we would come and get them to show them where we were sitting. After a few more minutes of him looking strangely at people walking by, the truth was revealed to me. I was watching the team warm up for the game and a young guy walked by and spoke to him. Mr. Man, 
that's when I'm going to call him <laughs> Mr. Man. Mr. Man spoke back, but with, with one small hand gesture, it was revealed to me the reason he was looking so strangely. From the corner of my eye, I saw Mr. Man take his hand and swipe it underneath his chin and shook his head from side to side to let the guy know that he was not with me. I sat there frozen for what seemed like an hour. Now, I am a fluffy woman and I know some men cannot handle a fluffy woman. But damn, he did not have to act like that. Some other people he knew walked by and spoke. He did the same thing every time. Every time he did it, it hurt my feelings more and more to the point of me getting up and going to the bathroom just to get away from him. I walked into that bathroom and thank God no one else was in there. That must have been God because there is no way in the world the girls bathroom at a college game was empty. That was God. The tears began to roll down my face and I began to develop a plan of how to get the hell out of that gym. I thought about calling an Uber or a cab, but I didn't know where to tell them to pick me up or how they would find me. My next thought was to walk, <laughs> but I cast that thought right out of my head. I told my brother where I was going and who I was going with. <laughs> so if anything had happened to me, he would most likely try to find Mr. Man and let's just say things would not have been pretty for him. This also got rid of the thought of me calling him and asking him to come and get me. I felt like I was stuck. I had no way of getting home. Note to self, drive your own daggone car. I stayed in that bathroom as long as I could. But when a large group of girls came in, <laughs> that was a sign it was time for me to go. I walked out of that bathroom, but my body would not allow me to go back to that same situation. I stood at the railing and watched the game. I did notice him watching me, but I could care less. There was no way I was going back to that seat and allow him to make me feel less than I was. I stood there until one of my former students walked up to me just to say hi. I remembered her right away. She was one of my fluffy students. She loved the fact that I was a fluffy teacher like her. We talked for a few minutes before she walked away. And just before she left, she turned around to thank me for all the nice things that I had said to her in my class. She also told me that she had never forgotten anything that I've told her. As she walked away, I remember one of the things I used to tell her all the time when the boys would call her names or joke her. I would tell her that she was beautiful and never allow anyone to make her feel bad about herself. At that moment, I turned myself around and I walked right back to my seat. He asked me if I was okay. I said yes. 
and watch the rest of the game without saying a word to him or looking in his direction. Once the game was over, I got myself up first and started walking towards the door. He was right behind me. You would not believe what happened. It was the one thing that he probably prayed would not happen. We ran right into our pastor and his wife. Before he could pass out, I spoke up to say hi and to let them both know that him and I were not together. The funny thing about this statement, my pastor's wife, she could tell the entire story of what happened to me that night by the look on my face and the statement that came out of my mouth. She nodded her head. My pastor, he looked confused and they both walked away. <laughs> the ride home was quiet. He tried to make small talk to me and asked me why I thought no one came to the game. I responded, I don't know, and I didn't say anything else. He dropped me off, and as soon as he was out of sight, I jumped in my car and I headed for one of my girlfriend's houses. I was so upset. When I arrived at her house, I ran up the stairs to her sewing room. I put her husband out of the room and shut the door. I am so glad he was a cool husband. He was very understanding because what I did, it was rude. As soon as the door closed, the hurt and pain I had inside came flooding out. She didn't know what was going on, nor did she know what to do. This was the first time she had seen me this upset. Although she didn't know what I was going through, she came over and hugged me until I stopped crying. I did share with her what happened, and let me tell you, she was the right friend to share this situation with. By the time she finished joking him and threatening to kick his ass, I was on the floor laughing so hard. What I didn't know, her husband, he was on the other side of the door listening because he could tell I was upset and the fact that I put him out of a room at his own house. He came in and threatened to kick Mr. Man's ass as well. <laughs> Although that night started off a hot mess, it ended up with laughter. Thank God for friends. Now let me share with you my thoughts. This was one of those nights I have never forgotten. Not necessarily because of Mr. Man, because I got him out of my life quickly. However, I remember how God cleared out the bathroom to give me time to cry and to get myself together. Also how he sent my student to remind me how beautiful I was and to never allow anyone to make me feel bad about myself. I also remember to drive my own daggone car <laughs> and not to ride with people. And last but not least, how important it is to have good friends who can pick you up when you are down. Now here are my questions. Do you allow other people to make you feel bad about yourself? Why or why not? I'll answer this question. I used to when I was younger, 
But now that I am an adult, not at all. I make the choice every time to shut down any negative thoughts anyone tries to send my way. I decide if I'm going to feel bad about myself or not. Not you. (laughs) My next question. Has anyone been embarrassed by you? Or have you been embarrassed by someone else? Why? And how did you handle the situation? All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this story will make you think about your own childhood memories and how they have impacted your life. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also subscribe and share. Thanks.